Well, welcome to Boats and Stuff, the podcast yeah. where we talk about stuff. And boats. And boats. But mostly stuff. Mostly stuff. Speaking of boats, Adam, I heard that you have a crazy awesome boat fact for us today. Of course. Why are the boat facts not crazy and awesome, you know? Yeah, someone, someone actually told me that. They were like, did you know Adam has a crazy awesome boat fact that he would love to share on boats and stuff? And I was like, I didn't know that, but now I know that, and I'm yeah. ready for it. I'm I'm always trapped with the boat facts as long as I have yeah. a phone to access the internet. Oh, you, yeah. You didn't research it in the the archives like I do with each of my boat facts? Uh, some, uh, uh so um, uh, in 2004 <laughs> a study was published showing that retiring to a cruise ship was often as cost effective as retiring to a retirement home. And was more efficient in providing quality of life. Oh wow! So so grandma, grandma tanning every day instead of you know playing shuffleboard. Oh, I guess she might still be playing shuffleboard, uh, but bingo. Yeah, she might still be playing bingo. But that's interesting. Bingo, bingo in the tropics is probably better than bingo in you know A nursing your home. small hometown. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah. maybe I'll when retire to cruise ship. You want to do that now? Let's just. I don't. You know, I don't know if I can afford it. You can't. No. Oh, me neither. But it'd be cool if we could. It'd be sick if we could. Um, on a cruise ship. Just be on a cruise ship for the rest of your life until one day somebody <laughs> walks up and you're, um, dead in your room. So. That's okay. It's their problem. Yeah. Know. Who cares? Right in your will, just toss me off the back, just like Jack. Yeah. Oh, Jack. All right, so uh, this episode, the stuff we're going to be talking about is the stuff we're probably most qualified to talk about out of everything oh, we've really? talked about. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I mean, I can show my qualifications for this. Yes, yeah. Yes, so you could. it is indeed conspiracy theories. Conspiracies. And which goes way back. <laughs> yeah. Almost. <laughs> I used to be a president of a conspiracy theory club. And one time I was thrown into the back of a van and taken to this conspiracy club and then forced to do an oath against my will. Um, so, yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, you, you were definitely there. It was one of our first interactions with each other. Yeah. Um, and somehow you blindfolded me, threw me in the back of his standman van. And <laughs> that is not true. And I ended up. <laughs> You came that's to my, how I remember it. You came to my nice house. <laughs> we entered into yeah. the side room that was fully dedicated to conspiracy theories. Yeah, the windows were blacked out. And we gave presentations about conspiracy theories. Yeah, and it was great. And it, it was a great time. I learned time. a lot. I learned a lot about a little that I didn't need, that I didn't know that I needed to know, but now I'm so glad that I do know. Yeah. Enlightening the world. I'm not a, I'm not a sheeple anymore. I'm woken. Yeah. I'm woken. And this this club has carried on for a while, I think. I think it's still like kind of around. It, it, res it resurges every year. I keep getting put in the new group meetings, and you know they try to like get it started up, and then someone or maybe two will do a presentation, and then it kind of fade off into the distance. It's because I, it always comes back. It always the, comes back. The government keeps trying to shut it down, but yeah, they lie in the shadows. New, new information from reliable sources. We have a lot of government friends that uh, <laughs> that work in the government undercover. 
Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the way it's gonna work, even the, even the forestry commission, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're we're everywhere. Um, exactly. But don't exactly. tell the government because they'll kick us out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like they listen and regulate this podcast or anything. So yeah, we we have an anti-government. No. Yeah. Fireball. <laughs> just waiting. Just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so, Adam. Speaking of conspiracies, I know that you have a a ready and a saucy one, and um, I will say this: I learned this week uh, when I was trying to come up with my own conspiracies, mm-hmm. or like those those that I kind of agreed with, or like maybe like find some that I agreed with. Um, I found out that I'm I'm kind of a realist, or like a like I'm more of like a seeking to disprove conspiracies than like just agree with them mm-hmm. which i think in in turn makes a better conspiracist um because when you eliminate the the effects of assuming you know that, yeah. i think it's the scientist um you know master biology helps with scientific research and stuff yeah so it took a lot to find a, a conspiracy that i agreed with as well as um try and find like things that made sense yeah so well i believe today, in every conspiracy theory out there because yeah i am the, so, i was the president so i have to believe in every conspiracy yeah so it's so really easy for me today I, I think it's gonna be a good a good proving of the strength of your conspiracy because as you're giving it i might have to say some things i might disagree with so yeah so pose some questions and i don't know maybe stump you you can't stop me on this one. Okay. This one, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very well versed in. It was my first presentation to, when I presented to the Conspiracy Club. I have had many, many conversations with people about this, and I just don't see any holes in this conspiracy at all. And okay. it's okay. if you know me, you know this conspiracy, and it is that Finland does not exist. Yes. And it's, Finland does not exist. It surfaces the the bringer of light to this conspiracy. The one that shed light on it um, initially yeah. was on Reddit. You know, one of the most trusted sources out there for information. Oh, is that yeah? So, <laughs> I have the original Reddit post, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna read some of it, and just kind of okay. get the the foundation of the Finland conspiracy. Got it. The Finland conspiracy states that Finland is not a real country. Not only is it not a real country, but there is actually no landmass at all there. And the space between Sweden and Russia is actually empty ocean. Now, I realize that this notion seems ridiculous, but that is why the conspiracy works and why people are afraid of speaking against the existence of Finland. So I would ask, I would ask you to approach the evidence I put forward here with an open mind. Finland was created sometime during the Cold War between Russia and the West. It was also around this time that environmentalists and the idea of preserving our planet was really taking off. And due to both of those things, the two main players in the conspiracy came to work closely with each other, Russia and Japan. Japan-Soviet relations have always been shaky at best, but also incredibly sensitive or secretive. 
Even as early as 1925, Japan and the Soviet Union had secret deals with each other regarding fishing rights between the two countries, with the Soviet Union giving up much of its fishing rights to Japan, with seemingly no explanation of why. These secretive treaties and alliances continue right up until the fall of the Soviet Union. Gorbachev's made trips to Japan months before the fall of the Soviet Union, stating the entire time how the relations between them improving, what, even when the Soviet relations in the rest of the world were worsening. Um, let's see. During the height of World War II, there were minimal battles between Japan and the Soviet Union, despite being on opposite sides. They had a peace treaty with Russia in 1941, uh, months before the Allies, Germany, went to war with Russia before their allies, Germany, went to war with Russia. Um, essentially, the rest of this conspiracy is there were a lot of environmental regulations, and Japan needed a place to fish because all of its citizens were like against like the fishing ways that they had off their shore. And Russia, or the Soviet Union, they needed food. And the way they came about this is Russia gave Japan the rights to fish all the way on the other side of it. So Japan would go over there, fish, and then use a railroad system to go all the way back to Japan. And they started telling people that there was a landmass there called Finland. Mm. And the Finland like thing, it just it became a thing then, so like no countries would like go into that space and fish. So it was like all Japan's. And there are a lot of similarities actually between kind of Finland and Japan. One being the language is really kind of close to Japan. So like the Finnish language yeah. is pretty close to the Japanese language, more so than the rest of the European languages. Um, also things like Finland's biggest exports are oil tech and software which you don't like oil rigs can be in the ocean software is like you can do that anywhere really and just say it's from finland yeah um <laughs> and then tech which is they have they would uh disguise their the fish going across russia as nokia products so oh. that's the tech oh. coming out of Finland. <laughs> and okay. you might you might ask the big question of like, all right, so like that was back then, but like why now? Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah, like do why, we still believe Finland persist? exists? And yeah. for a while Finland was the poster child country of all countries. Mm -hmm. Number one in yeah. like education, number one in healthcare, number one in um just like sustainability. All yeah, this stuff, it was yeah. number one in. And I think the rest of the world was just like, all right, it's a poster child. But also, like, now, it's like, what if the U.S. was like, hey, actually, Finland doesn't exist, and we've been lying to you this whole time? They would lose yeah. all the trust with their public. And, like, nobody would trust the government. So they can't come out now. It's too big. Yeah. Okay. So, but I guess my question is, what's to stop you from going and seeing yourself <laughs> what's i think we would end up like 
I think I could get to a place and it would yeah. either be Eastern Sweden or Western Russia or maybe Northern Estonia. And okay. they would be like, yeah, this is Finland. And I'd be like, okay, sure. But it's just, <laughs> in reality, we're just in one of those locations. Oh, okay. So basically just diversion. Yeah. Diversion away from, okay, what about, let's say, Google Maps? Okay. Have you ever heard of Photoshop? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's so yeah. easy to just to just drag an image right there. All right, all right. So, do you know anybody that's from Finland? I I don't. Says they're from Finland. I don't. I don't know anybody okay. from Finland. I've I've told this conspiracy to somebody, and they literally Facetime somebody from Finland, and I was like, "Hey, you know Finland doesn't exist," and all they said was, "Okay, that might be true." So that's okay. Yes, yeah. I think people from Finland believe they're from Finland. Yeah, but but I because... think they're wrong. Because it could just be a miscommunication. But there's no landmass there, so like exactly. I think would they're... they not just say they're from somewhere else in the Netherlands, like Sweden, or I think they're from they're either from like Sweden or Russia, and then just like think they're in Finland, but in reality they're not. Mm. Like everybody around mm. them also thinks it's Finland, but it it's just not. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. So. Oh, my microphone fell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty pretty locked conspiracy theory in my opinion. Locked locked down. Yeah. Not not easily broken. Exactly. I I just it's hard, man. It's hard to because this is just kind of based on the assumption that like people are being lied to and you can't disprove a lie that's lied well enough you know yeah. i think one of my one of my life goals is to go out there and try to gather proof by myself like, i think the, the main way to do that would be have to have to like physically walk and map yeah you have to cross you'd have to cross three land masses because if you only cross two, then there you go. Yeah. You know, what do you, what do, you do when you only cross two of them? I would, have to, I would have to learn how to, like, draw maps. Because I couldn't trust my, like, cell phone location. Because that would probably just, yeah, like, ping it to the middle of the ocean of Finland. Yeah, um, say, you're right here. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Dang. That's, that's a hard one. It's because it's the validity, the validity in this theory is that i don't know how to tell you how to disprove it <laughs> i don't because, i don't think it can be because disproven if, because if you're saying that people from finland just think they're in finland when they're actually not and how can i disprove that exactly i don't i don't know i don't i don't have an answer for you and there's a lot Man. of layers to this like conspiracy. I think it's like it it kind of blew up, and then people are like, "Oh yeah, this could also be part of this conspiracy." So yeah, because there's nothing like crazy or extraterrestrial happening. It's just kind of like government secrets, which I think is one of the easiest theories to get behind. Because of course, governments keep secrets from us. Like, yeah. 
we don't know everything, and I don't think we ever will know everything, because there's a lot that we don't need to know, or if we did know, would cause mass confusion and chaos and anarchy. Yeah. So, and and if they've been lying to us this whole time, it's like they maybe they're doing stuff in that sea now that like we just don't know anything about. Maybe they yeah. they keep aliens there. Maybe they. Mm have a huge prison there i don't know yeah i mean they can have askabon askabon right there you know like you never yeah (laughs) they never know what's going on um that's my that's my conspiracy theory and it's pretty i don't know i don't see any holes in it at all yeah i thought i thought i'd be able to like kind of i want to call it just a fact at this point it's just i don't know if i'd call it a conspiracy theory because i think it's it's just right You know, I I didn't know how popular this theory was, and I thought because I know that you've said it to me before, and like I was there when you presented it, mm-hmm. but I thought it was kind of like an isolated thing that you know just you believe this and came up with these facts, and then I found out it's everywhere. Yeah, like a lot of people know this or say they know this, and so you know, I I don't know. I don't know. We're just we're just trying like, to figure out these the, answers, you know. What's the significance though? You know, like what's the significance of it not being there? Just that that we've been lied to. Exactly. It'd be That's so significant. It. We thought yeah. in, in a country our entire lives just doesn't exist now. It's like what the heck? Yeah, so I guess that might be could have a little bit more implications of like potentially lying about the human population mm-hmm. standing and or at least the population of Finland. Yeah. And you know, maybe the technologies of these different areas. I don't know. It's dang. <laughs> I have okay. So the theory that I've kind of like researched, it's not it's not Finland obviously, mm-hmm. but it it's it does involve another country. Uh, where well, I guess a continent, but I I did some research on it and I found that there's a lot of different conspiracy theories for this place for um this area, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find myself to agree with any of them, um except for maybe just kind of like along the same lines as yours, as like government secrets and conspiracy, um. But I'm talking about Antarctica. Okay. So I don't know if you've heard the theories of Antarctica. Um, it's a lot more popular than, you know, I realized. Um, there's different things from the hollow earth theory, you know, that there's a hole at the South Pole. And if you go down it, there's like all these creatures and mm-hmm. majestic dragons and T-Rex and, you know, all this stuff. There's also evidence, and I'm using air quotations right now, of like UFO crashings and all this stuff. There is factual evidence like of lots of meteorites being in this region. Okay. Um, so that's something. Um, different things such as like the zone of like no entry um which we've been told is 
due in part to um, protecting the penguins that live there. But apparently if you enter this zone, or everyone that has entered this zone has been taken somewhere and has never been seen again. Wow. Again, I don't know the validity to that. I'm just, these are different things people throw out. I believe it 100%. Uh, there's, the, there's the zone of, or like there's the area of ancient civilizations because there's like these pyramids looking structures on Antarctica. I think it's just the way the mountains look. Um, I think it's the peak of the mountains that give it the pyramid shape. Mm-hmm. Um, some people disagree with this. So yes, there's like tons of uh, theories surrounding Austria or Antarctica. Um, <laughs> but I think the biggest and most important thing about this region is that the ownership of this region is not isolated to a single country. Okay. There are not... You know, in this, in the way there's like North Americans, South Americans, Russians, Asians, Europeans, there is no such thing as Antarcticans, right? Yeah. This is an open and empty terrain that is a continent on our planet. And it does have inhabitants, um, so obviously creatures and animals and stuff, but uh, the human inhabitants here are scientists. And um, so there's kind of like this international agreement um, among different countries that Antarctica is guarded to protect its unique environment and to conduct scientific investigations. Um, It's guarded as a political symbol of cooperation among different countries. And this dates back to the Cold War period. And then military activity is banned here. So... The guarding is through legal and political means. Um, so, like, the there's, like, different treaties. It doesn't permit, like, prevent tourists or military personnel or scientific researchers from being present in Antarctica. But you do, like, have to have, like, appropriate permits and stuff to enter. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, like, a shared region, right? And so that brings me to, like, this is a shared region. It's inhabited by scientists. And penguins. Um, and penguins. But let's say, in terms of humans, the greatest minds um, are put on this place of just open terrain and possibility. Um, a place that influences our world dramatically. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we've heard of, like, global temperatures increasing, you know, causing this ice to melt and raise our sea levels, stuff like that. Um, there's also, like different diseases and viruses that have been frozen for years, millions of years in this region. Um, so there's just all this going on in Antarctica. And the only people there are these smart, smart scientists from all over the world. So that brings me to the theory that I've kind of decided, again, with government secrets, government uh, regions. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that this region is not the prepping facility for the end of the world? Wow. Because going back to limited access, um, you know, we've seen movies of like um, Interstellar, for example, you know, trying to find new areas um, outside of our planet for when when all things go to crap, um, where are we supposed to go as humans? Mm -hmm. Um, Getting to another planet and inhabiting that region is very far off. But who's to say Antarctica is not? very much like another planet, just untouched and ready to be 
inhabit or you know by a select elite few um uh, it makes me think of the movie 2012 of course um so who's to say that these magnificent minds aren't working together to create this global unionized vessel or vessels to help protect the elite of this world dang and, or, and antarctica is the place to do it and the antarctica is also the region from where the end will stem in my opinion um so whether that's through massive sudden um melting of these ice lands um which could cause you know massive flooding of the planet or just release of different you know more pandemics and viruses mm-hmm. um, dating back to the to the dinosaur times yeah um, so or they could release that whole um that they have there into the hollow earth and release all the <laughs> animals there and yeah i guess i guess that could world happen too. as well yeah but here's some more stuff to back up this theory so being on the south pole um which is where if you don't know anything about um like navigation poles kind of are dictating um how we find you know like compasses they 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 use magnet magnetism as well as gps's um so this region has been shown to alter compasses um because of its strong magnetic force um also you've you know you ever put a magnet up to your phone it messes with you know the ability of your phone to function mm-hmm. so i think it's a great place to hide these things um, especially to the minds that were able to figure out, figure out how to navigate the regions without compasses or phone, GPS, etc. Um, and, you know, I think maybe they could be harnessing these materials from these meteorites to help further their scientific investigations. I don't know. Yeah. Of, like, you know, stronger material that can withstand incredible amounts of force and damage so do you know do you know what these scientists are claiming to do down there like why are they down there what Uh, research are they conducting publicly a lot of what i've seen involves just like studying of like past climactic um atmospheric things so like ice coring um looking at the frozen air in the ice and kind of like determining what the past looked like compared to today um which would make a lot of sense um to be able to predict, you know, when and where or how fast they need to be working mm-hmm. on these vessels or on this region, um, as well as like studying these different microorganisms or shifts in plectonic um, activity, like the, the the shifting of the different glaciers or land ice in this region, um, different wind patterns, organisms like penguins and. Um, yeah, I mean, so oh yeah, basically it's untouched. So it's a great place to see, you know, how the world works without human influence. But it is being influenced indirectly um, through humans um, via global materials, global warming, etc. So yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I got. Is just I think Antarctica is going to be the region uh, where are the elite. The select few will survive the end of the world. Yeah. So if the world is ending, what I'm learning is I got to take a, a boat 
down to Antarctica. You would probably have to sneak one to get there. Yes. But I'm just saying, you won't know. They'll know. Because they're at the source already. So they can tell us. Or okay. tell some people. So that's, okay. a, that's, that's what I got, man. That's I was, what I got. That, that's a great conspiracy, you know? I think, I think it, it, it's a lot... It's, I, I, I wasn't able to get behind all the other stuff. I'm not big on aliens or on you know, ancient pyramids and stuff, but I do think that you know, science, science means something. Science got some implications. So reasoning. Oh, yeah. Reasoning points me in that direction. Dang. What do you think? I mean, yeah, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> you have any questions? Any more questions for that? I mean, I no. Know. I believe every every word that you spoke. You know, as mm-hmm. as a as a president of a, a past president of a conspiracy club, I have to believe whatever whatever you presented today. Exactly. I had to believe it. I mean, so yeah, that was that was a great conspiracy. Um, I had not thought of that. So yeah, I'm glad you, you know. uh, presented that to me, and I can move forward in life. So. Yeah, I mean, you could spread the word. I don't know if there's anything we could do about it. Um, it doesn't really change the way I live my life because yeah. if it's coming, I'm just going to embrace it. So <laughs> That's true. But, you know, that's the way it is. It's the way it is. It's the way it is. So I learned if the, if the end of the world comes, try to get to Antarctica the best I can and convince the elite to allow me to live there with them. Yeah. But if it or just doesn't come, in. yeah, if it doesn't come, then... I can retire to a cruise ship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sounds Honestly, great. If it, if it does come and I'm already on a cruise ship, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll have a good time. Me and, me and Grandma Jane. Yes. Sounds like a good Grandma Jane. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. That's all, that's, good. that's all I have in books and stuff, yeah. man. Thanks for, thanks for <laughs> listening to us. As we talk about yeah, let us know. these theories. Let us know how you feel about them. Yeah. Um, if you agree, you disagree, what are your theories? Um, we would love to hear it. Of course. Um, saw a few responses on the, the past videos so on the gram. So um, it looked good. Yeah. It looked good. All right. Uh, I don't agree fully with some of the responses, but uh, I'm not going to go into that. Anyway, Ava, you know who you are. Um, but <laughs> anyway, peace out. See you next time. See you. Uh, well, talk to you next time. I'll see you next time. Yeah. Adam not the people listening. Anyway, bye. Bye.